0: Praise the Lord and good morning. We thank God for the gift of life and above all the gift of salvation. So grateful that God has given each one of us an opportunity to see this new day, the day of the 9th of January 2023, the day that has never been. And we are grateful that indeed we are part and parcel. Of God's creation that is rejoicing and able to partake of this day I bring greetings to you brethren and I hope as you start the day your heart is geared up ready to see the doings of the Lord and so this morning I just want to invite each one of us that we may be able to go in the presence of the Lord my name is Pastor Barasa and may we pray as we start. Our Father and our God, we thank you and we bless you. We thank you for the beauty of this day and for according us the opportunity to partake of this great day. Indeed, we count it a privilege and an honor for us to be able to work with you this very day. And we thank you that this day shall yield victory in our work and our service with you. Thank you for giving us an opportunity to enter into our week to prayer, even as we prepare our hearts during this initial part of the year that you are promised to be with us. There, God, we just want to surrender our lives before you, that even as we come in your presence this morning, may your spirit lead and minister to us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So, brethren, you are most welcome in our morning's devotion of this very day. We want to thank God for the leading that we have at such a time as this, especially in the start of this year. Indeed, it's a biblical leading, a prophetic leading, and how I pray and wish that each one of us may may be able to hold on to this particular leading, for it has a lot to offer, in our spiritual work this year the lord through his servant has led us to hold on to the fact that this is a year of divine enlargement especially focusing on enlarging our focus on what we are referring to through outreach and so it's a special very very special uh, theme that we are pursuing in this very time of the year, and how I pray that this may not just be our normal theme and our tradition of every year, but this comes with a special position, especially the fact that the Lord and the Spirit of the Lord is asking the church, you and me, to prepare for being able to partake of the divine enlargement that the Lord has ordained for us. When the Bible talks about divine, it means that it is from God. As you, you and me will appreciate, you can plan to enlarge, but outside the Lord. You can plan to enlarge in your own knowledge, your own understanding. But beloved, what the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to us is that we be able to appreciate that this a year of divine enlargement enlargement persuaded by God of our lives so that we may pursue it knowing that it's not within our own wisdom or knowledge. And so one thing I want us now to touch on as we enter our week two is to appreciate that by the virtue of pursuing the leading of the Holy Spirit's revelation to us, we want to appreciate that the fact that divine enlargement it's a covenant focus from the Lord. It's a covenant promise from the Lord. And therefore, it's not just a theme that we are holding on. It's not just a leading that the, our presbyters given us as we start this year. But this is a covenant that God has given to His people, a promise that God has given to His people, to you and me. And by that virtue, we can know that we are in the right position of the Lord. So it's a covenanted issue. The Bible says in Psalms 89 and verse 34, God says to his people that the covenant I've made with you I'll surely not violate it. And this is one of those covenants that the Lord has made to his people, to you and me. The covenant of ensuring that His people shall be divinely enlarged. And so that gives us the confidence that you and me have to hold on to the fact that we are pursuing a covenant promise. A covenant promise that the Lord has bestowed to you and me. And the Lord says in his word that every word that has proceeded out of his mouth, he shall not violate and by the virtue of the fact that God has covenanted with man over enlargement. My brother, my sister, this is a full assurance, lifts up our confidence, gives us the trust that we require, and puts us in the position of not having to doubt the fact that the Lord has called you and me to prepare for divine enlargement at such a time as this. So it's a covenant promise. The Lord has promised the church and his people that he'll enlarge them divinely through all manners of their fellowship and service. And so it gives us a unique opportunity as we enter into our week two. Why is it very important? The most important thing that the Spirit of God is revealing to us this morning as we commence our week two of prayer is that divine enlargement is biblical, ordained by God, and a covenant focus to His people. And being a covenant focus, therefore you and me are expected to do our part, for God has already done His part. My brother and my sister, I want to invite you as we commence on this week too, that as we prepare our hearts in readiness of what the Lord intends us to be able to go through in this year, let us remember that it is a covenant the Lord has bestowed upon his church and his people to be able to enlarge them from all angles. The Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter 19 and verse 18 that he will be able, let's just read briefly uh, Deuteronomy chapter 19, and verse eight and verse eight the bible says so as i try to check this deuteronomy chapter 19 and verse eight if the lord your god enlarges your territory as he has promised on oath to your ancestors and gives you the the whole land He promised them, because because you carefully follow all these laws I commanded you to do, to love the Lord your God, to walk always in obedience to Him. And so we appreciate from this scripture that divine enlargement is a covenant that God entered with His people, and that's why He says, if the Lord has to be able to give you enlarge your territory as he promised on earth to your forefathers or ancestors. So it is a biblical covenant that the Lord had with our forefathers and our ancestors. And today, as a people of God, we are partakers of the same. And so I just wanted that as we commence on this uh, week two, you and me can appreciate that we are in for a very biblical covenant that we are pursuing as the Spirit of the Lord has led His servant to guide us on this particular theme in this year. And so you and me have a special moment to partake of the same. So beloved, when we are talking about divine enlargement, the Bible says the covenant that the Lord has made with us, he'll never violate it. And so God presupposes, and God has purpose that he may enlarge us because that is what he's promised to our ancestors. That is what he covenanted with our ancestors. And for sure, for the children of God, it has to come to pass because God never violates the covenant he has made with his people. That gives you the confidence that you require as you enter into this week. That gives you the confidence that I require as I commence this week in preparing and positioning our hearts in prayer. Remembering that the Lord has done his part of the covenant, now it is you and me to do our part. Beloved, it is therefore a beautiful opportunity for us to be able to pick it up this week from that perspective. That we are desiring divine enlargement because it's a covenanted focus that the Lord made to his people. Because it's a covenant promise that the Lord made. And the promise that the Lord makes to his people remains yes and amen. And so we are very confident that now it's just a question of you and me having to take our part and be able to fulfill the part of the covenant that the Lord has with us as far as divine enlargement is concerned. So God has promised to enlarge us. God has promised to enlarge those who are His. God has promised to enlarge the church. So what is expected of you and me? we are expected to position ourselves in readiness of the promise that the Lord has made, in readiness of the covenant that the Lord has made, in readiness of what the Lord has purpose to do in our life at such a time as this. So beloved, this is the beauty of the revelation that you and me are getting this morning as we commence our week two, that enlargement or divine enlargement is biblically ordained that divine enlargement is a covenanted focus that the Lord has uh, promised His people. And on that we can confidently know that we are not asking anything from the Lord out of context. We are asking within context. We are asking standing on the Word of God. We are asking knowing that it's a promise that God has promised His people. We are asking knowing very well that this is a covenant that God made with His people. And by that we can confidently be able to come in the presence of the Lord and speak the word, the word of God back to him, say, God, you promised that you will enlarge our territory, you will enlarge our courts, you will enlarge our ways, and you will enlarge everything that pertains to us. So my brother and my sister, how I pray that this revelation may come forth to you this morning to appreciate the fact that we are in for a covenanted promise. We are in for a special moment. We are in for a moment of approaching the seat of wholeness in knowledge and understanding. This is what the Spirit of God has placed in my heart to fellowship with you, that indeed, beloved, it is not just about pursuing divine enlargement through witnessing or outreach. But we are doing so because it is divinely promised by the Lord. It is divinely converted converted by God uh, according to his word in Deuteronomy chapter 19 and verse 8. And so it gives me confidence that indeed my brother and my sister, the Lord has done the portion of his covenant. May you and me arise this week as we commence our week to a prayer may you uh, may we arise and be able to do the part of our covenant what is the part of our covenant expected of us that you and me may desire to build our work this year based on the obedience called of us based on the obedience called of us to obey the Lord our God, and do according to his word. Based on the call that he has called unto us to fulfill. Which call is this? This is in Matthew chapter 28. He has called us to be able to serve together with him. He has called us to be able to be co-workers. And so it is you and me to appreciate that as we start this week, the call of divine enlargement through outreach marries very closely to the call of Chrisco or Christ co-workers. We are Christ co-workers, called to work together with the Lord. I want to invite each one of us to be able to take a minute and be able to get the revelation that comes by the virtue of the fact that we are Christ co-workers. Called to be able to work together with the Lord. Called to be able to serve together with the Lord. My brother and my sister, this is the portion of our covenant that you and me are being called to partake of and to do our part. I know over time the enemy is a liar. As a child, as Christ Co-fellowship, we have been mandated and built on the ground of the fact that we are classed co-workers. But over time, the enemy has been stealing this truth, this knowledge from us. And slowly by slowly, the enemy is causing us to be able to drift away our mind from the fact that the Lord has called us to be co-workers together with him. And this is the part of the portion, the part of the covenant expected of us. The part that the Lord has done being the part of his covenant is to extend a call to us, to save us, save us through a a very special saving that had to do with his son Jesus Christ, having to die on the cross for our sake. And now our portion of the covenant that we need to stand and do is to be able to appreciate that he has called us, to be able to serve together with him, to be his co-workers at such a time as this. How I pray, my brother and my sister, and as we prepare ourselves to enter and launch into divine enlargement through outreach, let us remember the part that the part of our covenant expected of us is to be able to remember that we are Christ's co-workers. We are Christ co workers expected to work and serve together with Him and be able to work together with Him in the journey of witnessing and outreaching to many out there. This is the core and the revelation of the essence of us being able to pursue this year as a year of divine enlargement through outreach. This is the revelation that is coming forth, my brother and my sister. That you and me may be able to remember that we have a part of the covenant to play. What, Which part is this? That we may once again enroll ourselves into a viability of being able to serve together with the Lord. Being able to go back to the foundations and the basics of us being Christ co-workers and workers together with the Lord. This is what the Spirit of the Lord is speaking to you enemy, and the church at such a time as this. That is very common for the enemy to steal away our understanding and think it's just a normal written word of us saying and pronouncing that this is a year of divine enlargement. But my brother and my sister, there is deeper secret that the Spirit of the Lord is ministering to the church at such a time as this. The deeper secret is about you and me having to do our part of the covenant, remembering that God has done his part. God has done his part by sending his Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to come and die for us. And by that, the Lord has extended his hand to you and me to join him in the service and in the walk as his co-workers. That is the part of the covenant expected of us. How I pray that each one of us can be able to enter this week by crying to the Lord and asking the Lord to restore our desire to serve together with Him, to restore our longing for the Lord, to restore our liking for the many souls that are perishing, and make a deliberate decision that indeed we shall work together with the Lord in reaching out to the many that are lost, for that is the core commission as brought out in Matthew 2. 28 and verse 19 go you in the world and witness and preach and baptize to those who will accept the lord this is the part of the covenant expected of us my brother and my sister and so let it be our prayer that the Lord may restore us, restore our understanding of our position as Christ co workers, restore our understanding and our position as children of God who have been called to work together with the Lord. And once that is done, then we shall be able to launch into the working. We shall be able to take action. Today, the servant of God, our presbyter, led us through two critical components about the strong desire you and me require to have. And after that, about the decision that we have to make, categorical decision that you and me have to make to be able to receive the enlargement expected of us. And now I want to bring in the component of us having to take action. That is not enough to desire. That is a very good foundation. It's not about enough to decide and say, I have decided. Very good. But after that, all said and done, then you are expected to take action. What does taking action entail here? It entails you and me having to take a step and do the part and the portion of the covenant that the Lord has bestowed to us. What does this entail? It's about you and me having to take a step and reach out to the lost souls as the ordination the Lord calls upon us. It's about you and me having to be able to take a step and be able to love the people of God regardless of their state. It's about you and me having to appreciate that Let witnessing be part of our bloodline, be part of our daily call, be part of our daily focus, for that is the ordination of the covenant that we expected to do or what we are calling the part of our covenant. And so, beloved, you have to do something. We have to do something about this. The best action expected of you and me is that we have to be able to take serious action in the area of expanding the kingdom. That is what it means to work together with the Lord. That is what it means to serve together with the Lord. And that's why the Bible says in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 3, seeking the kingdom, being in the business of the kingdom, Being able to take action as far as the expansion of the kingdom is concerned, doing something about it. So, my brother and my sister, I invite you that as we pray this week, be able to ask the Lord to energize you that you will not only say or desire, but you will be able ready to do something this year. Do something as far as the witnessing is concerned, as far as the expansion of the kingdom is concerned, as far as serving to the Lord with the, together with the Lord is concerned, as far as your calling or being a co-worker together with the Lord is concerned. So do something that the Lord may give you a burden, a burden, a burden, a such body burden to do something this year, that the Lord may not give you me, you and me peace unless we are persuaded inwardly that we will daily do something. That is Let that be our call and let that be our purpose. For the Lord has opened the door before us. We just simply need to take action and do something and focus on what it means if we do something. So this is what it means to do the part of our covenant he has done his part he has prepared the ground for us now it has to release ourselves and join him in the working be able to reach out be able to comb every corner that the lord puts us and be able to stand and witness this is the revelation the spirit of god is giving us this day that god has done the part of his covenant May you and me arise, 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 and do the part of our covenant, for we have been called as Christ co-workers. Able to work and serve together with the Lord. And what does this entail? Going out in the world and witnessing and speaking the word of God and showing love and encouraging and praying with those who are in bondage. This is the part of the covenant expected of you and expected of me. This week, as we commence our week two, May you be able to be persuaded inwardly that the Lord may restore your desire, your decision to do something. And this something is nothing other than prepare your heart in readiness to serve together with the Lord. My brother and my sister, we are trust co-workers may the spirit of the lord reveal to us to understand what it means to be Christ co-workers what it means to serve together with the lord what it means to be part and parcel of the lord's journey even the journey of transforming men's lives in this time at such a time as this and so my brother and my sister Let this second week will be a week that we'll be able to pray that the Lord of heaven may give us the deeper burden, the deeper craving, the deeper pressure for us to be able to decide to do something. How we love the Lord for giving us an opportunity. Men out there may not understand this desire, may not understand this craving for an opportunity to do something. But you and me, in this beautiful moment that we have, may the Lord give us a burden. May the Lord give us no peace until we go back to the fold, the fold of serving together with him, the fold of walking together with him. My brother and my sister, this is what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to you and me and to the church at such a time as this. May we pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you. We bless you and we worship you. Thank you for continually revealing to us what you have in store for us in this year. We can hear loudly with that voice being called unto to be able to come back and be able to take on the portion of the covenant that we need to do. What a revelation you have given us this morning, that indeed you've done the part of your covenant, and you are asking us to do our part. Here we are, Lord, and we can say like your servant, speak that your children may hear. And this morning we are hearing and here we are, we are headed to your call and say, we are ready. Ready once again to get the revelation of your word. Ready once again to be restored to your service. Ready once again to serve together with you. Ready once again to do according to your will and according to your command. Oh, my Father remember mercy where the enemy has stolen our seal of service from you our knowledge of service how we pray our father and may you restore and renew a right spirit within us a spirit of desiring and deciding to serve together with you a spirit of focus unto the covenant a spirit of remembering that divine enlargement is about a biblical promise, that divine enlargement is a biblical covenant. And now we stand and ask of Thee, King of Glory, may You cause us to hold on to this covenant. For You said in Your word that You will never violate the covenant you made with your people. This day we stand and say, King of glory, thank you for fulfilling your part of the covenant. May you enrich us with the ability to be able to do the part that is expected of us. And it's none other than being available to serve together with you at such a time as this. How I pray, O King of glory, give us the burden inwardly to serve together with you and we'll be able to reach out to the many that you came for. For we know you came for the lost souls and many out there are still craving to know you and know you and know you. And so we pray that here we are, use us, use us, send us, and send us, send us, that we may go and reach that mama, that child, that young man, that young woman who may still not know about you. Give us the burden. Burden us, O King of Glory. Burden us, O Lord of Lord. Burden us, O precious master, that we may be able to come back to the calling of service together with you. Oh, we love you and we worship you. As your people commence this week too in prayer, strengthen us, strengthen us and burden us with the biblical burden of service. As your people and your children commence and call unto your name, God, restore the ability for us to serve together with you. Restore our focus and our understanding of your word. For the enemy normally tries to switch our mind out of the out of your word, even to the level that we cannot understand it well. But this day, we pray that you may burden us, prepare our soul in readiness to serve and walk together with you. Oh, King of Glory, we love you and we worship you. We adore you and we look forward for a victorious week too in our prayer. That Lord, you are going to prepare us in readiness, in readiness of service together with you. Lord, we surrender everything to you. It is only you who can enable us to be able to get the victory side of you. Oh, we love you and we worship you and we adore you. We want to commit the week before you that each one of us shall be strengthened throughout this week and even as we pursue uh, our cause of divine enlargement through our church. That this week will be a week that will start giving us, giving us and causing us to crave for your souls. Thank you, King of Glory, for all things are possible if we believe. And we believe that this is going to be a year of difference. Oh, we love you and we worship you. For we are prayed this trusting and believing in Jesus' name. Amen. May our good God bless you, even as you enter into this week too. Brethren, let us do the part of our covenant at such a time as thee. And the Lord who sees from above will be able to strengthen us and give us a new lease in our service and as co-workers together with him. Amen and amen. God bless you.